Hi, this is Philip Holland, host of Hope for the Day. I'm excited that you're joining with us on this great radio station. Now you have this to look forward to in today's message on Hope for the Day. I mean, this is really the story of Jesus for all of us. That these men, they come to Jesus on one path, but they leave with Jesus on another path. That, that is the story of every Christian, that they are warned not to go back the way they came because the way they came isn't safe. The way they came isn't the route that God wants for them, that God has a different path for them. The path to Jesus is never the path with Jesus. The path to Jesus is never the path from Jesus. He doesn't want you to go back the way you came. He's got something new. He's doing something new in you and through you that you are a new creation. One of the most popular Christmas movies every year is The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. It is an unfortunate story of a Grinch whose heart was just too small for the Christmas spirit. Have you ever felt like due to the stress, anxiety, and burdens of Christmas that your heart is too small for the Christmas spirit as well? Well, in this message, we will focus in on the first Grinch, King Herod, who tried to take Jesus' life because his heart was much too small to receive this precious gift that God had for him. As we get more familiar with this disturbed king's heart, we will be able to see where our own heart gets a little too disturbed at Christmas. And then we will be able to make room for what Christmas is really all about, Jesus. So I hope you enjoy today's message. And so I wrote him a note and I just said, hey, I'm sorry for what I said. And I definitely did not mean to offend you. I just wanted you to hear about this Jesus who has changed my life and he can change your life as well. And Herod heard about this Jesus and it disturbed him. And as we go on in the text, we read in John 3, this is the verdict, light has come into the world, but men loved darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. In other words, there's a part of us that's always gonna resist the light that Jesus is trying to shine into our lives. Coming back to Herod, when he had called together all of the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born because he didn't know. He didn't know about this prophecy from Daniel. He wasn't a biblical scholar. He wasn't reading the scrolls like he should have been. And they tell him, in Bethlehem in Judea, for this is what the prophet has written, but you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means the least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel." And then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child as soon as you find him. Report to me so that I too may go and worship him. And so Herod is seemingly coming, is seemingly saying he's going to worship Jesus. He, want, he wants to connect with Jesus. He wants to know Jesus, but he needs to know where he is. Now, Herod had no more intention of worshiping Jesus than the Grinch had of really being Santa. The second snapshot we see of him is a deceitful king. He was a king that was deceiving these wise men in the name of Jesus, no less. And there's a, there are people in our world who will want to deceive others in the name of Jesus. They, they'll be very aggressive about deceiving you in the name of Jesus. Matthew, Matthew says this. These are Jesus' words. Watch out that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, claiming I am the Christ and will deceive many. He's saying that there are going to be people that in my name will deceive you. I mean, that's what Herod was doing, that in the name of Jesus, he was deceiving these men. 
And now people, sometimes preachers, in my role, they will, dis- they will want to deceive you. They'll say, you know, if it, this is when the world is going to end, and, and you need to do these certain things. They'll say, if you just do this, if you just pray this away, if you give this away, if you do these different things, then, then you will be taken care of. If you just have enough faith, then, you will be, then everything's going to be okay. And in so doing, there's a certain level of deception that does take place with some of them. Now, I'm not really worried about you doing that. I mean, it's maybe possible one person in this entire church could drift into that. But, but you know what I'm worried about for us, for me? Are you deceiving people occasionally? Because there's a part of us that, that can do that. There's a, there's a part of us that, that can be a little bit deceptive, a little bit hypocritical. And the truth is that we all need to be a little bit more gracious of each other for those inconsistencies. Because no one is perfect. We are all a work in progress. And so we're very quick to judge. We're very quick to point out those inconsistencies in people. And no doubt they are there. And we need to be gracious. But there's a part of us, though, that we need to deal with this. There's a part of us that needs to be dealt with with this. That we can't uh, just accept the deception that often we present to others. It's sort of like um, the masks that we wear. Uh, one, of our, one of our members of our church, Rod Stuckey, he came to me a few months ago. And he said, Phil, people are wearing masks everywhere. And I, I said, I, was, I, said I, I, I know this. Yes, they are. They're wearing all kinds of masks everywhere. They're, they're wearing, like, look at this girl. She, she's got a mask on, a two-liter over her head. Very creative what she is doing here. I, I'm confident that, that she is going to be adequately safe if she marches around like that. Then there's this guy. I love this. I mean, that's the way you make a good use of of, a, of an air filter from a car. I, mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know what this will do, but it's, uh, it's creative. And then there's this person that's incredibly disturbing. Her COVID mask is, a, is one of those alien creatures that's just, again, very, very super creepy. But, but Rod said, no, no, I'm not talking about those masks. I'm talking about the masks that we walk around with in which we're pretending to be somebody that we're not. It's kind of like this mask. No, no, I'm not, you don't want to wear that mask. But you know what I'm saying. It's the mask. It's the person that we see in the mirror. And so we go out and, and we pretend like we're strong when we're really, really weak. We, we want people to think that the marriage is in a great place, but it's just not. We want people to think that, that everything's going okay with the kids, but they're not doing so well. We want people to think that we're really getting by, but right now we're, we're just hanging by a thread. We want everybody to think that our minds are sharp, but the truth is there's some mental illness that's creeping in that's getting the best of us and causing us to think things that we shouldn't be thinking. That's the kind of deception that I'm talking about here. There's a part of all of us that can be a bit deceptive, but the beauty of Jesus is is that he takes what is weak and he makes it strong. That you don't have to hide those things that he is bringing a light into these areas to bring them out so that there can be healing, so that there can be fellowship, so that there can be support. And as the text goes on, after they had heard the king, they went on their way. And the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary. And they bowed down and worshiped him. 
Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Thank you for tuning in to Hope for the Day. Our mission is to offer you hope through Christ-centered biblical preaching. We certainly hope this broadcast is doing just that for you today. You might not know this, but each of these sermons are recorded live at Valley View Christian Church in the Denver metropolitan area. If you live in the city, we would love to meet you in person. We offer Sunday services at 9 and 10.30 a.m. We have programming for children of all ages, dynamic worship, plenty of opportunities to get connected beyond Sundays, outreach initiatives, and much, much more. And do you want to know why we do all that we do? Because so much of our church leadership has had their life changed by a local church. Because it is here that we met Jesus, and He changed our lives. And we want Jesus to change your life as well. So attend a service at Valley View Christian Church. We'd love to meet you personally. We're located just south of Highlands Ranch off of Highway 85 Santa Fe. You can go to our church's website, valleyviewcc.com, for more information. Now let's get back to our program. I mean, this is really the story of Jesus for all of us. That these men, they come to Jesus on one path, but they leave with Jesus on another path. That, that is the story of every Christian. That they are warned not to go back the way they came because the way they came isn't safe. The way they came isn't the route that God wants for them. That God has a different path for them. The path to Jesus is never the path with Jesus. The path to Jesus is never the path from Jesus. He doesn't want you to go back the way you came. He's got something new. He's doing something new in you and through you. That you are a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. And when they met Jesus, he had a different path for them, literally. And what I love about this is this. Is that the deceptive king has now been deceived. The deceived king has now been lied to. They they said they would go back to him, but they don't because they realize what's going on. And a man with the ego of King Herod, which, which was none too small, realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi and he was furious. But that shouldn't really be any surprise that he would be angry, and it really shouldn't be any surprise that he would be lied to. Because as the saying goes, what goes around comes around. The Bible says it this way, do not be deceived, don't be deceived. God cannot be mocked, a man reaps what he sows. In other words, what happens what it is that you are doing often will happen to you. And I don't know if I'm speaking to you, but I know I'm speaking to me. It's like the story of a man named Jacob in the Old Testament. Jacob was a swindler. He was a liar. And he stole his brother's blessing by pretending to be his brother from his father, uh, Isaac, who could not see any longer. And so he took advantage of his, father's, uh, of his father in this, in this elderly season of his life. And as a result of that, great tension would be created with his brother Esau. His brother would want to kill him, in fact. So what goes around comes around. Fast forward several years, and it shouldn't be any surprise that there is a great tension with Jacob's sons. 
He has a favorite, Joseph. He has another one that's very young, but then there's 10 others who are insanely jealous of Joseph and the blessings that his father is pouring out on him. They're so jealous, in fact, that they sell him into slavery, and then they go back to their father and they lie and say that, his, that, that Joseph was killed by a wild animal. Incredible tension, incredible hatred, incredible sorrow amongst those siblings. The same that was present with Jacob and his brother. You reap what you sow, right? The Bible also says it this way. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. It, it reminds me of the Marlboro Men. Any of you remember those old Marlboro Men commercials? A few of you? Yeah, I mean, those guys were just dashing. Just incredible. I mean, who didn't want to be like those guys? They look like this. Like, like, I mean, that is just, that's incredible. And with those gifts and those good looks... They use that to encourage you to smoke. But most of them would actually die of emphysema. That while they were trying to get others to smoke, they would then die of smoking. What goes around comes around, unfortunately. Or it's like this man, Scott Peterson. Several years ago, he was convicted of murdering his wife, who was pregnant with their child, through drowning. Currently, he is in a prison serving a life sentence, and it's my understanding is that his cell has a window, a small window in it, and it's there that he has an image of the bay that he can see in which he drowned his wife. He is continually being reminded of what it is that he did. What goes around comes around. And so what are the areas in your life that are a little off? that are a little out of sync with God, that need to be disturbed right now. Because this is the part where we get disturbed. Because if we don't get it, what goes around comes around. And so if you're disrespected to the, I was, I was corrected, to seniors, to seniors, to the seniors, <laughs> and to the seniors amongst us, then maybe when you are a senior yourself, you will be disrespected. If you're deceptive with your business, then perhaps you will develop, probably you will develop clients who don't trust you. If you have an impure thought life, then you may end up with a mediocre marriage or even worse. If you have a lukewarmness in your faith, there are all sorts of consequences that can come as a result of that. That if, that if you are not willing to grab a hold of an addiction, do not be surprised if that addiction is going to get passed on to a child. That if you have struggles, don't be surprised if those things rip, the effects of that just ripple out to others because we reap what we sow. And it's in that there ought to be great motivation for us to get it together and to allow Jesus to disturb what it is that he wants to disturb in our lives. Coming back to Herod, when Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was again furious and he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity who were two years old and under. Again, this was probably a few dozen at most in accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi. Then what was said through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. A voice is heard in Ramah, weeping in great mourning. Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted because they were no more. They are no more. And what we see here is a very vengeful king. I mean, you can't get much lower than taking a child's 
life. The book of Matthew says it this way. If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. It's been thought that these children whose lives Herod took were actually the first martyrs because it was in the name of Jesus that they lost their lives. They were thought to be the first ones to die for Jesus. But today, people are still dying for Jesus because of Jesus. I read recently of a, of a Pakistani woman who was a Christian. And she had been getting courted by an Islamic man whose courtship she refused, primarily due to faith. And he verbally abused her. He physically abused her. He even went to her and said, if you would just convert to Islam, then we can be married. Because she had said, I can't marry you because of my Christian faith. After that final refusal... A few days later, she would lose her life in the streets as he would gun her down. Now he'll suffer a slap on the wrist due to that, but we should not lose sight of the fact that she lost her life because of Jesus. Thank you for tuning in to Hope for the Day. We hope this message has been an encouragement to you. I know it has been to others. I recently received a message from a listener of ours who said, thank you for these messages on Hope for the Day. It is encouraging and refreshing to hear biblical-centered teaching that continually points people to Christ. This is one of the several notes that I've received from people that are blessed by our program. That is why we want to continue this program on the radio, but that can only happen through the generous contributions of listeners like yourself. If you'd like to partner with us financially, just go to Valley View Christian Church's website, valleyviewcc.com, and then click on the gift tab there. Once you click on the tab, just designate a gift to go to the radio ministry of Hope for the Day. Your gift would be an incredible blessing to this ministry. And as always, we want to meet you personally as well. That is why if you live in the Denver metropolitan area, we want to extend an invitation to you to visit us in person at one of our Sunday services, 9 and 10.30 a.m. If you do, please introduce yourself to me, Philip Holland. I'd love to meet you. Now let's get back to the program. And that is happening still in our world today. But what do we have to deal with in America? It's not that necessarily, but there is a bit of unreasonableness that is going on. A few years ago, Denver has a parade of lights. A church wanted to have a float in this parade of lights that said Merry Christmas. And they, were, they weren't allowed to have that float in the parade of lights here in Denver. Um, you, you'll hear of this with many school districts who will put on a Christmas pageant of some sort. And anything that has any song that has any religious connotation to it is cut out. It seems a bit unreasonable at that point. Even with what we're dealing with here recently, uh, with the restrictions that have been placed on us due to the COVID virus. Fortunately, recently, some of those restrictions have been reprieved somewhat with weddings and funerals. But if you read an article about this, just scroll down and look at the comments. You would think that, due to what people are saying, that nearly every death that has taken place as a result of this virus is associated with the Christian and them wanting to mourn the loss of someone in their lives. I mean, that's how unreasonable people are truly being and have been and will continue to be as a result of Jesus. But I read an article, and I want all of you to hang on to this. Just, uh, I, read it last, I read it last night and this morning. It was, done, it was a poll that was done by Gallup. 
And every year, Gallup, what they'll do is um, they'll, they'll gauge people's mental health. And so they've been doing this since 2001. And as you can imagine, 2020 has not been a good year for mental health for people. It's just not been. But who was the one group they found whose mental health actually improved in 2020? It's not just Christians. It is those who have continued to attend church regularly. Now, they didn't specify whether it be online or in person, but it went from 42% to 47% those who are doing exceptionally well with their mental health. The only demographic they evaluated, your, they evaluated people's economic or financial status, they evaluated race, they evaluated people who uh, were single and married. The only group who improved in mental health were those who were staying connected to a community of faith. And I think that there's something to be said for that. And I think that we need to be reminded of that. I also think that we need to be reminded of how we ought to respond to those people who are unreasonable. Because what doesn't work is hate. What doesn't work is anger. Sarcasm doesn't really even work all that well either. What overcomes all of that? Well, the Apostle Paul said, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And in the midst of whatever it is that you may be getting pushback on, whatever type of uh, vengefulness you may be wrestling with because, because of your faith in Jesus, there is love that can be displayed. There is goodness that can be given in the midst of that. There is gentleness and kindness that ought to be exhibited. We are called to do that. And how do you, why, why, why? Because when you do, you're walking in step with God's spirit. And you can know when you're angry and you're overly frustrated. That's just not going to be a thing. Because the fruit of the spirit is love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and self-control. That's what overcomes those types of things. And that's what will expand your heart. And we go on. After Herod died, so a few years have passed, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel. For those who were trying to take the child's life are dead. And so he got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. And so they had gone off to Egypt until Herod was gone, and then they had returned because it was finally safe again. And the last snapshot that we see of Herod is of a dead king. Now what happened to the Grinch in the movie? His heart eventually expanded. He repented. He heard how the people of Whoville responded to his hatred. They responded with rejoicing and singing and love and care for one another because Christmas wasn't all about the presents. And his heart expanded as a result of that. Unfortunately, King Herod didn't repent. And it's in this time that we need to be reminded of how we need to expand our own hearts. That we need to have Jesus in our lives. Hebrews tells us man is destined to die once and after that to face judgment. And we can have great hope and great confidence with the judgment that we may one day face because, face because of the faith and the hope that we have in Jesus. A part of the Christmas story that we didn't touch on was that when Mary and Joseph came to Jerusalem, 
There was no room for them in the inn. I don't know why God didn't make a reservation in advance. He knew hundreds of thousands of years that Jesus was gonna arrive, but, but he, there was no reservation. There was no room. It's often been used, and I believe very appropriately, as a metaphor for our hearts, that we have to decide, will we make room for Jesus in our heart? But that's gonna involve us expanding our heart. That's gonna involve, involve us allowing ourselves to be a bit disturbed, to stop being so deceitful, to be honest, to be real, to realize that, you know, the same mouth that you were just praising God with is the same mouth that you can love your spouse with or you can disrespect your spouse with. You can care for your children or you can disparage your children. That same mouth, those same hands and feet that may take you and take you places that you shouldn't go can also take you to places that God wants you to go. We're called to expand our hearts, to let Jesus in more. And in doing that, the Grinch will never steal your Christmas. Let's have a word of prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, we're grateful for the hope that we have in Jesus. And Lord, that one day with judgment, that's not something that we need to be worried about or concerned for. Instead, we know that, Lord, that, that with him, God, you're just going to embrace us into that eternal kingdom. Father, help us to be disturbed. Help us to be open to where you are disturbing us. Help us to be more in sync with your spirit. And dear Lord, we are grateful for Christ. As we come from this place, may we go a different path with you. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Well, unfortunately, we have to bring today's message to a close. My hope is that the word spoken gave you some encouragement and will help you get through this day. Valley View Christian Church is located in the Denver metropolitan area, just southwest of Highlands Ranch off of Highway 85, Santa Fe. If you live here or are just visiting, we'd love to connect with you. Please come and attend one of our Sunday services at 9 or 10.30 a.m. And when you do, please come and say hi to me, Philip Holland. I'd love to meet you. And also remember, the Hope for the Day broadcast is available on your favorite podcast provider. We look forward to having you again with us on Hope for the Day.